What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another regularly scheduled episode of The Color Pink. And I'm laughing because my life is a mess, but I'm also laughing because this episode is actually not a regularly scheduled episode. Um, I actually missed a day for, like, the first time in, it feels like, weeks of this podcast. I mean, obviously, you saw the title when you're coming in. It's called The Color Pink Fucking Daily, Right? And so, it's a daily show, but shit happens, you know, I'm a one-man team, that's the reality of the situation. If I had an assistant, I would have just said, you know what, talk about anything. Just make an episode, make an attempt, I don't care if you talk about fucking bricks for like 20 minutes, just do something, right? But, I don't, and like, shit just doesn't work out sometimes. And here we are, the episode is... I think it's been more than more than 36 hours, I would say, without an episode. So, like, that's more than a day. But you know what? It's within two days of each other. And I'm going to be making two episodes today. Like, in three hours-ish, I'm going to record another one for actually today. This is yesterday's episode. Um, so, it's all good. It's all good, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're all doing great. This is going to be an episode about doing it for other people or... One of the biggest motivators um, that I know of. Let's get started. Fuck, I'm like, see see what I mean? Like, by, you know, shit being a mess. I nearly missed the intro there. Like, I, <laughs> I almost forgot that I have to, like, you know, do one segment that just introduces shit and then the branding and then, like, go on to actual shit. Anyway, what inspired this episode is the events of yesterday. Um, yesterday, I had to travel to the capital city of Malaysia from my the place where I usually live, which is an island. So I live on an island called Penang, and it's like got about three million people. It's like pretty dense. It's I would argue it's one of the best states in Malaysia, if not the best, um, for everything just all around. the ca- The capital city people in Penang in general kind of look down on the capital city because. It's so concrete and it's so, like, stuffed up. It's the same way, you know, I would imagine that people from um, the Midwest kind of have have a bit of a condescending view towards, like, city people because, you know, they don't know how to take apart a M2 rifle and clean it and put it back together and hunt deer in minus 40 with a bow and arrow. Like, you know, the same way, it's kind of like that. Like, capital city people are cunts. That's what we islanders kind of think. And so, we don't really like going to the capital city. And I had to go there because that's where, like, a lot of the big government offices are. And that was yesterday. That, like, a, a day trip. I went in the morning and I came back at night for a visa thing. Now, the the problem with going to the capital city, like I just said, is it's a fucking shithole. Like, it's a concrete jungle. It's not... Like, I mean, I like cities. Don't get me wrong. Like, I take photos of cities, for fuck's sake. Like, my whole Instagram feed is city photography. But the problem is, the capital city of Malaysia is a city that's trying too hard to be a city and not be human. Because, like, deep down, the reason that cities work and tick and are nice is because of the people, the cultures that... So, like like that revolve around you know all the different places and whatnot well this is just this like this city just feels like a factory one big giant fucking factory of like concrete and concrete and jam and like fucking 
noise and pollution it's just disgusting i don't think many of you would like it either unless you're some rich cunt and you want to go shopping but then again you just go to singapore it's not that far away and singapore has better shopping i've talked about this before i feel like i've had this conversation before anyway the point is um that trip was kind of fucked up and i don't usually enjoy going to kl as the, the name of the city is kl um the capital city i don't usually enjoy going there because it's just fucked up it's a fucked up experience but yesterday in the morning, while I was waiting for to run those errands that I went there for in the first place, a friend of mine who's on the island, who lives here, suddenly texts me, Yo, are you near, like, this place in the city? And I'm like, uh, no, that's on the other fucking side of the city. Like, this is a big, pretty fucking big city. And she's like, well, you know what? You're closer than me, so you're close enough. So I need you to get something from this place. I'm like, there's no question, are you free? Like, are you tired after do you need some rest like do you have some time no she just says are you near yeah okay then you're gonna go do it and i like friends like that because honestly like the world needs more people like that i'm used to pushing people around so i kind of enjoy being pushed around sometimes just it restores my faith in humanity but the point is i go there and uh, i get her shit and first of all they're out she wanted chocolate some special chocolate some artisan chocolate but they were out of the one she wanted so i just ended up coming back like with like less than half of what she asked for because they were out and it was kind of a wasted (laughs) wasted time and wasted money to you know get there and go and do all these things but the fact that i bought um this chocolate for on this trip is probably the one of the few things which made the trip worth it i mean i also met up with a bunch of friends who live in the city um but like as i was on the plane waiting to come home like and i was tired and the plane was delayed and like i was all greasy everywhere because it's so fucking hot in the capital city because there's just concrete everywhere and i was just tired and i was hungry and i was just so done and i still had to make a podcast episode which i didn't end up doing because i was just so done by the time i got home like i was sitting there barbecue sauce on my titties and i had like the chocolate like that bag of chocolate because obviously you can't i can't put it in my backpack it's gonna get crushed so i was just sitting there on my airplane seat which is too small for me as all fucking seats are and um i have this chocolate on my lap and i'm like you know what this little bag of chocolate that i'm going to deliver to this person tomorrow is like one of the reasons that makes this trip worthwhile you know like if i travel all that way got up early got sleep deprived faced all the horrors of the capital city and like you know breathe in probably the equivalent of six packs of cigarettes in that few hours i was there because it's so fucking polluted like all that would have been okay if if the only thing i was doing was getting this chocolate and in fact um, I was texting this friend who asked for the chocolate on like as we were waiting on the runway. I was like, you know what, we're gonna be a bit delayed. Um, and we had made plans the other day, aka today. So I was like, you know, I might be a bit late because you know I might have to get to sleep a bit later. And uh, she's like, okay, just don't die or something. I'm like, yeah, that would be kind of suck, wouldn't it? Like you just wait here on the runway and then it just um, the plane just fucking crashes for some reason and you don't get your chocolate. And she was like. Yeah, I wasn't thinking of my chocolate, but sure. And, like, it made me realize at that point, the first thing I thought about was, you know, if the plane were to crash, she wouldn't get her chocolate. Like, that was the f- literally the first thing on my mind, which was, I don't know, it, does it sound weird to you? Because to me, it doesn't sound weird, even now, just saying it. It's only when she said, 
Yeah, I wasn't thinking of the chocolate. Then I had to go, wait, what else were you thinking about then? Oh, wait, you're thinking about me, like, dying if the plane crashes. Like, that's literally where my mind went. It took me some time to get there. The first thing I thought about was this chocolate, which wasn't even for me. And that is the gist of this episode. It's t- sorry, it took a bit of time to build up here, like, eight minutes or something. But that's the message behind this episode that I wanted to talk about. It's, like... It's quite powerful when you do things for someone else. Like when it's not about you, I feel like it's much easier to get yourself to do things. And I've heard about this before because in high school, I had a friend who wanted to be a U.S. Army Ranger since he was like probably 14. Like he knew after high school, he was going to basic training, going to ranger school and, you know, getting deployed. Like that's what he wanted to do. And... He was like a really good guy in in a lot of ways, really responsible, really kind, like classic soldier, I would say. But um, one of the ways which was quite interesting, I found quite interesting that he was like different, was that he was a team player. Like he really cared about letting his team down and, um, you know, you know, doing the best to serve like the people that he was um, kind of obligated to, you know, care about or like. That, that sounds really bad. But, like, he, he was a team player, basically. And, you know, he was always worried about letting people down and stuff. And I never really got that. But now I kind of understand that when you make the reason for doing something unpleasant someone else, it's a lot easier to um, to do it. Like, it's a lot stronger of a motivator. And, like, I've, heard, I've also heard about this in, like, companies, in, like, the workplace. When you have a job that you don't like doing... The motivator, the one of the best motivators to get you to do that job is you're worried about letting your team down, like the other people at work down, like your department, whatever. If you just have a job you hate and like you don't really have much purpose to it, like you, there's no greater reason beyond the fact that you're doing it just to get paid, then it's very easy to drop off. That's why um, it's very important to build like that culture in the workplace. That's why people talk about it. So like I've heard about this all over the place, but it just suddenly clicked as I was sitting there like in a plane that was delayed in a cramped airplane seat with someone else's chocolate on my lap just waiting to go home and like kind of uncomfortable after sitting there for so long like it just clicked for me then that if you do it for someone else it's a lot it's an easier time you have an easier time doing shit which never really occurred to me before to be honest um i guess i kind of been i've been doing it but it doesn't uh it doesn't really make sense because it's not really logical. Like, I don't know. I guess there's some re- there's some evolutionary benefit of being altruistic because you are more likely to survive if your tribe survives kind of thing versus if you just survive. So, you know, I can see how natural selection created this kind of tendency in modern humans, but it doesn't make any logical sense to think of other people before you think of yourself. It's purely because of um, the emotional connection you have, like the relationship that you have. And that's why I guess it's hard to get behind. But I'm here to say or propose or just, you know, suggest that if you do it for someone else, it's you have a much easier time getting shit done. So what do you do with this information? Well, how about we reframe all the shit that we have to do in, in terms of someone else? So... For instance, 
because of yesterday and because of a lot of shit piling up actually a lot of life shit piling up which i don't really have to get into but you know all the point is i'm like really busy because of that busyness i have a lot of content stuff that i'm behind on i need to learn you know some platforms i need to get on my content strategy for this I need to do that I need to do that and i'm kind of behind to be honest like i'm i really am behind and when you when shit piles up it gets harder and harder to motivate yourself to chip away because the block just gets bigger and bigger and it becomes like less and less likely that you're able to make a dent right so it's a little bit demotivating well i found that if you rephrase it to um be in terms of what it does for other people it's much easier to get going so for instance i remind myself all the time that the only reason i'm doing this content is so that i can establish a line of income that's independent of location and I like doing and doesn't, you know, weigh me down. It's not a job that weighs me down because I love doing it so that I can be there when one of my friends in Canada says, yo, I just had a real shitty week. I want to go like camping this weekend. Do you want to join? And I can just book a ticket, you know, there and then. And I'm totally fine because I can take days off whenever I want because I'm working hard the rest of the time and I can take my work anywhere I go. Like I don't, I'm not bound to an office in a certain city. Like it's creating, doing all this stuff creates the 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 living the the source of income which is very necessary for serving the other goals in my life which is mainly relationships um and being there for people so when you reframe it like when you think literally i'm doing this podcast right now even though i'm really tired and i don't really want to all the time but i do it every day anyway because of someone else because so that i can be there for my sister when she's in trouble or like i can be there for this person when he needs this or whatever like when you rephrase it like that, it becomes a lot easier. Because when you're afraid of letting other people down, it's it's easy to get going rather than, you know, just thinking about yourself. I don't know. Maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm just weird. But this is just something I would suggest. There's a lot of research on this, which I could have done. There's a lot more deeper thinking I could have done. But I didn't because I want to make this a bite-sized episode. Because to be honest, I really have a lot do, to do today. And I can't focus that much on... Uh, one episode especially since i have to do two today so i hope you're not i'm not trying to cut corners here i'm just cutting corners (laughs) um but you know that's the that's the whole fucking brand you signed up for this shit bitches the color pink daily impromptu late i was thinking of doing um an episode while i was drying myself like after a shower yesterday but i figured it would mess up the audio because like i had so little time like i needed to sleep but i also needed to do other shit so i opted to sleep versus do this um and i don't know i guess it would been it, w- it was a good choice too because you can start imagining just me like drying myself in the towel and the audio being shit <laughs> so i i'm kind of glad i didn't do that and i think you are too so yeah here we are anyway this is the episode i leave you with today thank you for tuning in to this bite-sized episode think about doing stuff hard stuff as doing it for someone else it's quite a powerful motivator you should try it out um yeah that's all i got for you today if you're on apple podcast or itunes whatever you want to call it do leave us a rating helps this podcast grow anywhere else follow subscribe and you'll get notified on your homepage when we post new episodes i presume in most platforms it works that way i think um if you want to talk about this episode find me on instagram m-i-k-a period y-e-a-p that's my name it's also in the description if you are dyslexic somehow Wait, no, dyslexic is like when you mix the letters up, like written letters. What's the, what's the thing where um, you hear shit and then it doesn't make sense? Oh, that's right. Stupid. If you're stupid, 
um, it's in the description. My handle, my Instagram handle. Um, yeah. Peace out. Bye.